to a very special holiday episode of uh, Battle School Dropout. I forgot the name of the <laughs> podcast for a second. Um, yes, this is a, kind of a spur-of-the-moment plan. We have decided to watch six random Christmas episodes of anime, and and we're going to talk about them later in this podcast. Uh, I'm Stu. And I'm Bakari. Um, but before we get into uh, Christmas and Christmas specials, Bakri, how are you doing? I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. What's what's even going on? What's like in the world or with myself? We just bought a, a freezer today. That was exciting. Oh, we went and got a big old like chest freezer, and now we got a bunch of meat and veggies in there, so we can stay indoors all December because people are gonna <laughs> go do Christmas stuff and then spread sickies everywhere, and I don't want to oh. deal with that. Yeah, man. Like, um, I went and I went. So Thanksgiving, I saw my family and just like my immediate family. Like it was a real, real short thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we we took precautions. And man, with everything that's happening, I and I, I look back at Thanksgiving. I'm like, ooh, maybe that was a bit res- irresponsible. And I look at this like coming Christmas. I'm like, I should I should probably stay home. This seems like a terrible time. Man. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the wise move. Is like. You know, it's it's really easy to justify, like, oh, it's just going to be a few people, you know, it's all people that I know, and, like, they've mm-hmm. been safe, and I've been safe, so we can just write it off, but, like, cases have doubled in the last, like, couple months, like, I think they've doubled since, like, October or something crazy like that, so anything it's, you can yeah. do to, like, the the term is, has gotten so played out, but, like, anything you can do to flatten the curve, I mean, fuck it, w- who wouldn't want yeah. such an ironclad excuse to avoid their extended family? <laughs> well, you know, it's. Uh, uh, I guess I want to. I want to talk a little bit about Christmas. I'm. I'm actually kind of a big Christmas fan. You are. Uh, yeah, like, but for all like the cheesy reasons, like I like. Um, I like my my family. I yeah. like my family a lot. No, I should say the right sentence. I love my family. <laughs> I love my family a lot. Um, but I also love. Uh, you know, I love my friends. I love the the spirit that's supposed to be a part of this like i i'm definitely a curmudgeon uh leading into christmas like you know i'm like capitalism's terrible buying gifts is awful but then you know like i want we watch these like christmas anime episodes i'm in such a christmasy mood like i just want to (laughs) like hug everybody and like you know wish for goodwill towards men or whatever um obviously i shouldn't hug people right now yeah yeah definitely don't do that (laughs) You can hug your roommate. I think that's fine. Go give Tim a hug. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess loaded question for you. How do you feel about Christmas? <laughs> uh, honestly, yeah, I don't have any like strong opinions on Christmas. I love Christmas TV specials. I like I grew up watching like a lot. Mm. Uh, actually, actually, this is like one of my first memories. Is my is uh, I had this I had a VHS of the claymation Frosty the Snowman, and I would watch that motherfucker yeah. every single day. No, doesn't matter what day of the year it is. I'm watching that every single day. I'm like five years old. Oh shit! And then my dad <laughs> taped over it. Like he he like he saw like what looked oh. like a blank VHS because it didn't have a fucking um it didn't have a label on it. It was just I knew that was the one. And then oh. I, I come to, you know, watch watch Frosty like I do every day, and there's a fucking tennis game on it. Oh. Just broke my little heart. 
It's not even something cool. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, that's brutal. Yeah. yeah. I lost my ability I... to love that day, really. <laughs> it's been just hatred all yeah. ever since. That's my that's my Grinch uh villain backstory right there. Cuz I lost my frosty D- my frosty VHS and I was just never the same. But no, in general, I like Christmas. It's fun, you know. I I like mm-hmm. the, the it's got like red and white is a cool color combination. Santa's a fun idea. Uh reindeer mm-hmm. are cute, you know. I like candy and gifts. So, yeah, I'm into it. Well, and I love the, um, oh, the the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer claymation. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, oh, nothing puts me in the Christmas spirit more than that fucking movie. Like, I, I, like, I'm just, I'm in such a jolly mood after I watch that movie. Let me ask you this. Did you, um, did you watch, well, first, did you watch any, like, uh, or a lot of Cartoon Network growing up? Like, in your teen years or anything? A decent amount we didn't have um direct tv out where i lived until i was like 14 i want to say so. yeah same actually I, I think we got i think we got okay. satellite tv when i was like 13 so i'm in the same boat okay um maybe a little younger but there there was a there was a cartoon network christmas special and i think it was a cartoon network original but like it's like it's the origin story of santa claus but like it's like a weirdly serious anime kind of thing uh, he gets adopted by, like, the Queen of the Fairies, and he, like, learns to spread joy and cheer and stuff, but then, like, there are these shadow demons that show up, and they're trying to end Christmas or whatever, and he has to, like, wage a war against them with all the, like, the good the good folk, like, the, the good little boys and girls, and also, like, fairies and elves and things. Did you ever see that? I don't remember that at all. This is one of those things, like, there's so many things in my life that, like, I've seen and, like, know so well, and then... Like the Yu-Gi-Oh! rap situation all over again. Like, I know in my heart of hearts it was a thing that I, I experienced multiple times, but nobody I fucking talk to knows what I'm talking about. Was it on the, the disc, the the music to duel by? Uh, no. I thought it was. It was, it, it came with, um, it came with a Happy Meal, or maybe the Burger King equivalent of it. Uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh. thing. I know, yeah. to this day, I know every single word of that song, but... <laughs> I can't find it. Actually, you know what? Anthony found it one time and I lost it. So I guess I have to ask him to find it again. But for for <laughs> no. literal decades, I did not, like, I couldn't prove to anybody that it was a thing that existed. It's, it's weird, the stuff that, like, you hear when you're a kid or at those formative ages that, like, stick with you. Yeah. Like, I get, I, I played a decent amount of Kingdom Hearts when I was a kid. I get that, like, Kingdom Hearts theme, like, the original one, stuck in my head just all the time. Like, I'll just be walking around, and all of a sudden it just, like, kicks in. Like, oh, okay, I guess I guess this is what's going through my brain now. I Well, I mean, for good reason. I mean, that song fucks. Like, I, I listen to song. that singer, like, a lot. I, I like uh, Hikaru Utada quite a bit. Yeah, I, that's. I mean, I only I only know like that one part really, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need any al- album recommendations, I got you covered. There we go. Yeah. No, I'm in. T- I, it's doubly weird for me because like I listen to a lot of like I've gotten more into like electronic music and I I enjoy, um, God, what is it like synthwave and the city pop and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. mostly I mostly I just listen to like hardcore punk and like post hardcore like that is that's my genre of of interest sure and then like and kingdom hearts those (laughs) are my two (laughs) i can i can relate to that i i I don't listen to as much post hardcore as i as i used to but i used to listen to quite a bit and i've always been just a kingdom hearts nut so maybe there's some connection there who knows you know it appealed to both of us so yeah it must be working i mean i i have a case of you know loving dumb bullshit 
but you know, <laughs> not a good look for you. But for me, this is just on brand. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got an anime podcast. If I tell somebody about the Kingdom Hearts song stuck in my head, they're like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> We've already lost so much social capital. It's you know, there's nothing to lose at this point. <laughs> so you've been uh, you've been watching anything playing anything lately uh you know what i i've been playing the legend of heroes trails in the sky recently i've heard of this that sounds like the most generic japanese <laughs> game I've ever heard Does, doesn't it well i mean it's fun because the the um the acronym for trails in the sky is tits so that's a good time <laughs> you know <laughs> um but yeah, no, it's it's like a, this is your good old boys meat and potatoes JRPG. Uh, it came out in 2006 on the PlayStation Portable and was ported to this to uh, PC on Steam uh, at some point. Um, and yeah, I've been playing that, and it's just real like a real cozy like this is the shit I grew up on type of game. Um, but like from a time where a lot of people were kind of trying to gravitate away from uh from turn-based rpgs you know what i mean like yeah. uh, final fantasy was soon to or had already abandoned the turn-based formula because this was in between 11 and 12 um mm-hmm. you know a lot of those games were like oh the turn-based rpg gameplay is over and like you know obviously it's not even to this day yeah trails in the sky is like it just feels like what that genre would have been if it continued or i guess what it is because it did continue every character like every single npc has their own name and their own story and if you come back and talk to them at various points you actually get to like watch whatever they're going through like unfold like you know you run into a lady and she's like oh me and my husband are having these problems because i need him to be more responsible and he just wants to go fishing and then you come back like a little while later and you can like watch them have an argument you come back later and he's like oh maybe i gotta be more responsible like you know Mm -hmm every single character has a story like that it's if you just want to sink into a you know funny little anime world it's the perfect time it's got to be kind of nice too because it's it's got to have a lot of like quality of life features you know like stuff you just kind of come to expect from more modern games but with like jrpg wrapping yeah there are very few like classic jrpgs that i've played that are so like respectful of your time like there's very little even though it's long as fuck there's very little grinding and there's like you can you can find your way like uh, streamline any process that you that you want to like there's no point where you're just sitting there like oh fuck i'm doing the same thing over and over like there's always it's always moving forward at a pretty good click so i I like that quite a bit that's actually super nice because that's always like my big turn off from jrpgs it's like i i enjoy them until i get to a boss that like i can't beat it's like well i gotta grind okay so yeah. i'm never i'm never coming back to this game then okay <laughs> i actually just found out like there was a there was a boss i like had died against a few times and like you know just hit the retry and like did it a few times until i got it and then i was looking through the like the advanced settings on the options or whatever and i found out that every time you hit retry it makes it a little easier oh. and i was like wait wait you fucking you fucking sandbagged me like you made me think i was hot shit but you were just what what am i a fucking child i'm 29 years old god damn it i'm gonna fight this the regular way i kind of hate that yeah (laughs) yeah like for a split second i was like i'm restarting this file i am 27 (laughs) hours into this game and i'm restarting it (laughs) yeah well it's kind of like um like when i beat i i beat dark souls 3 and i had to do it with like a co-op partner to beat the last boss and really? so, like, I, oh, I, right. I, I always feel like my my victory is tainted as a result. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I beat the game, 
technically. You like, but did you really? I I beat like every single aspect of that game except for the last boss, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still like, oh, but what? No. Listen, everybody else, everybody else thinks that you beat it legit, but God knows, mm. you and I know, God knows that Santa there's knows. a stain on your gamer pride there. Yeah. No, Santa. Santa's not bringing me a PS5 this year. He's like, oh, absolutely not. Real gamers only. PS5s are for capital G gamers, and you know what? The G in your gamer tag is looking a little lowercase right now. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got I to gotta make this up to Santa. I've only got a few days. <laughs> yeah. Considering this episode's probably going to come out like right before Christmas, if not just after. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, what have you been up to besides Dark Souls 3? Cheating at Dark Souls 3, I cheating should say. At Dark Souls. Yeah, so I'm cheating at Dark Souls games. Um, what have I been doing? So I just wrapped up uh, most of school. I have like a little bit left, but the hardest nice. parts are over. So as soon, like, basically it's like there was a project due and then a week later school wraps up. But that, that project that was due, that was like the big thing. And... As soon as I finished that, and as soon as we finished the, the it was like a presentation, mm-hmm. I I haven't done anything for like five days, basically. Like this, oh. recording this podcast is probably the most productive I've been. <laughs> <laughs> my brain just fucking turned off. So uh, I wanted to play video games and then my graphics card broke. So right. I'm, I'm in I'm in a tough spot, you know? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What do you uh, do if not things on the computer? Yeah. Right. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to use this time. I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Speaking of uh-huh. other RPGs, uh, I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. So I'm gonna try to use this time to like write things out, come up with plans and whatnot. Because like you play during the school semester, like I run the game, I'm the dungeon master, and uh-huh. it's, like, it's really hard to like keep on top of things and do school. You know? Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like. We were we were talking about like you know being productive. That, I feel like that's that's a legitimately very productive thing to do. Like yeah, I mean it's Dungeons and Dragons, but like it's a very creative endeavor. So yeah, you're yeah. you're doing more with yourself than I plan on doing in the next <laughs> few weeks. <laughs> well, you know what? Fuck it, man. I I the other thing I like about this this time period, right? Of not 2020, but like you know Christmas time to New Year's is mm-hmm. it is under normal circumstances like. It's just a chance to like hang out with your family, hang out with your friends, and just chill. Like, let's drink an excessive amount of alcohol and hang out. That's, so, I mean, that's exactly what I plan on doing. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss it this year though. I usually, I love New Year's parties, and uh, oh yeah, obviously that's not a thing this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the first time. Uh, no wait, did we have a New Year's? I don't think we had a New Year's party last year. Mm. We did. We went to a New Year's party, that's right, but we didn't host one. Um, so this is two years in a row that we didn't host uh, a New Year's party. I mean, had we known that, you know, the world was going to end, maybe we would have last year, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, coronavirus is kind of a dick. It didn't really give us any kind of heads up about this. <laughs> I mean, the least you could do, like, you know, two weeks notice, right? It's just, it's the professional thing to do. Right, yeah, like, are we supposed to look at, like, when there was only, like... 500 cases a day like that was the head like hey guys just so you know it's gonna turn into like a bazillion a day (laughs) (laughs) you know what i did do what's that right before my computer broke i have been playing a ton of master chief collection like i finally got that and god i forgot how much i miss halo (laughs) what's your 
I, I, I mean, I have a confession to make. I'm extremely, I'm an extremely casual Halo player. Like I've, I've played two and three multiplayer a decent amount. I may have played through three's campaign at one point, uh, but I know nothing about it. Like what, what's the best Halo in the Master Chief collection of all the Halos? Which is the most Halo? So what I, what I like to do is like, I didn't obviously with coronavirus didn't get to do this on my last birthday, but I like to sure. do. LAN parties if I can and I like to play uh-huh. Halo 3 with people that's my go to oh, yeah. um, I think Halo 3 is such a wonderful time and it's also really fun these days because most everyone I know I think you and I included we play PC so um, we don't really use controllers for first person shooters so everyone mm-hmm. is equally trash at Halo <laughs> I, it's, it's so wonderful Like it's the great equalizer <laughs> Like my buddy uh, Andy, he is super good at first-person shooters. Like he played, he's played a ton of Overwatch, and he is just so good at that game. And he's got really great aim. You put a controller in his hand, it's like he's never played a first-person shooter before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm being a little dramatic, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, funny. I'm sure he's a little better than that. Could probably still <laughs> kick my ass. As as someone who plays very little FPS games on you know any uh, device, I, I I'd put my money on Andy there. Yeah, but that's a good time, and I uh, that's like top thing that I want to do once all of this is over is just I have like I think I have two I might have three Xbox 360s and like several copies of Halo Three like I <laughs> I am just ready for the moment quarantine is lifted you know just everybody gets vaccinated and then we just have the biggest Halo Three <laughs> rager possible right yeah yeah I'm, um, yeah I'm ready for it I miss yeah. people <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, how like when you go out to buy stuff this is a big problem for me I'm curious if it is for you like yeah. after you spend some time indoors. Like, you know, because we're all in quarantine and everything. Do you forget how to, like, talk to people, like, behind, like, a register or something? Sort of, yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm usually really, like, I, I have this thing, like, I'm, I'm a little over chipper when it comes to, like, strangers and stuff because I need them to know I mean them, like, no harm. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm always like, hi, how you doing? But, like, that. And, mm-hmm. like, now, like, you know, it's so infrequent that I come into contact with someone that's not, you know, Felicia or my two roommates, like... Yeah, I, I kind of just someone will be like, "Hey, how's your day going?" I'll be like, just, just "Give me my thing," and then, <laughs> and then I just go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I fr- I like I'll like try to be like, "Oh, I should talk to this person," you know? Like they ask me how my day is doing, I can respond to them with a normal sentence like, "Oh, I'm doing well. How are you?" And instead, it comes out as like, oh, "Well, uh, you." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I have to like be like, "Well, I can't go back to that grocery store ever again." No, like, never, never. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like I've, like there's just going to be this huge spike in like agoraphobia. Like even after the the <laughs> whole the vaccine happens, it's like everybody's like, "Go it!" I'm gonna, you want me to go to a concert? I'm going to stand around a bunch of other people, and it's crazy hot, and everybody's sweaty, and the fucking we're at a metal show, so the vocalist thinks it's okay to like take a sip of water and then spit it at the crowd for some reason. That's fucking weird. Oh wow, like, I forgot about that. Remember? Fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. that was gross before the pandemic, to be honest. But like now. How could I not fucking freak out when that happens? You know, that's a good fucking point. Um, <laughs> like it was, I think it was before the last episode. John brought up like, do you remember loud? Like, do you remember when things were like really loud and it kind of sucked? It's like, oh, that did suck. You know? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, I like yeah. I keep turning down the TV. Like even if it's like a 
you know, perfectly acceptable volume. Like, you know, it's not going to be heard through the walls or anything. Like, it'll just be, you know, me and my girlfriend's like sitting and watching something. We're just, I'm just like, I, I got to turn this down. It's like, it's, it's a little too not silent for me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, all, I think everybody's ears have recovered a fair amount. <laughs> I mean, especially like not driving in uh, cars and whatnot. Like, that's where I think people really listen to fucking some loud music like i've gotten rides from people from campus and Mm -hmm. like you sit in their car they turn it on and just like blast the music (laughs) out i'm like holy shit how were you listening to this earlier (laughs) i i usually listen to my music full blast in the car but like lately i do not Mm -hmm. yes yeah there's no more loud quarantine has changed everything yeah no more loud we have progressed (laughs) past the need for loud yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, quarantine's really just, like, melted my brain at this point. Like, I <laughs> I keep forgetting, like, they, they pick up the trash on Wednesdays, and I keep forgetting to take the trash down, and, like, I've just got a mountain of recycling, and fucking people ask me questions at work, and I have to answer them, and that's terrible, and... <laughs> <sighs> no, I'm with you. Yeah. I've, I've had, uh, I like, it's weird that you can spend, like, days inside at a time, and then be like... Oh, I haven't been outside in like three or four days. Like this is the first yeah. like fresh air in a while, you know? Yeah. No, today was the first time I left my house. Uh, I think since last last um, what's today? What's today? Monday. Last Monday, I think that was <laughs> the last time I left oh, my house. Damn. Yet. Yeah. I'll pop into the backyard every once in a while, hang out with the raccoons at night. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> otherwise, yeah, nothing. I'm, I'm befriending three raccoons that come through our backyard every night. There's a possum mm-hmm. who shows up occasionally, but he's a little harder to get a hold of. <laughs> That's what I spend my quarantine time doing. He's a busy guy. You know, I've seen he, that he possum. Is. He's got a lot to take care of. You know? <laughs> Truly. You know what was you know what was the most jarring experience recently it was uh was Felicia and I we were like, you know what, we want Wendy's for dinner. And so we get in the car and the Wendy's is like very close to my work and I'm like, Okay, so we're gonna I'm gonna, gonna just drive to my office and then figure it out from there. And I forgot where my, my office was. Like I just <laughs> I haven't been there since March, so I was just like, Where the fuck did I work? Before before this all happened? And like legit I ended up taking like an extra fifteen minutes to find it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like I went there every single day for like a year before this, but yeah. Well, let me ask you this because you have like notoriously bad navigation when walking it's around. Horrible driving uh, too. That that's no dri- different. Okay, that was my yeah. question. Yeah, if, if it was the case with driving, no, like, absolutely. You've been you've been in the car with me before. Like the you know we I we you would. Two, the two of us would get in the car and it's like, okay, let's go to this grocery store that I've been to a million times. And then I take the wrong turn and it takes like twice as long. Yeah, no, nothing changes there. In fact, what, you know what? I've been getting a little better at finding my way around because, and I'm like, this sounds like a joke, but I'm dead serious. When I, when it comes to like, do I turn left? Do I turn right? I, I say, okay, I should turn right here. I'm pretty sure I, I have to turn right. And then I turn left. And that has actually not failed me yet. If I just trust that I'm wrong, I usually get where I'm going a lot faster. That's insane. (laughs) That's actually... And, like, I I remember, like, we were hanging out and we were at Capital Fight District. And we had, like, Mm -hmm. parked kind of far away. We left to go back to your car. And I was like, your car was a decent distance away but it like wasn't too bad i'm like oh he wasn't joking his fucking like i was convinced you were like doing a bit at first no. i was like there's no way his navigation is this bad absolutely <laughs> is absolutely is 
<laughs> but like the fact that oh man there's there's a lot to unpack from what you just said <laughs> like there's a that was the same day we were walking towards the venue and that guy was just like kind of wandering down the sidewalk like towards us and then just stopped and threw up like remember that remember that it was like it was like noon it was middle of the fucking day and this dude's just like you know kind of wandering walking casually and then just like all over the sidewalk like right in front of us i was legit convinced that there was some like apocalyptic event that was about to happen like this is like this is the beginning of like bird box where like nobody knows what's actually happening yet it's just people are going crazy like that was that was that day for us it turned out I was just leading us down the wrong fucking street to go to where we were going. I completely forgot about that until now. <laughs> that was such a weird fucking sight. <laughs> and then I went 0-2 at the fucking tournament, so... <laughs> Everybody lost that day. Yeah, no, that's... I mean, you can't win them all, but... That yeah. was actually... That was, that was really fun, because I feel like that's... You know, side tangent from everything. That's what really awakened my love of watching fighting games was going to that I was tournament. watching me get my ass kicked yeah like I was like wow Bakari sucks <laughs> this is great <laughs> not wrong <laughs> no you, you played well you know people are, just, people are just good you know I remember it wasn't the it wasn't that tournament but it was the last one you were playing Tekken and I was like I think you I think you also went 0-2 but they were oh yeah yeah they were fucking good fights Tekken is a very difficult game, and people, like, there's a weird amount of, like, killers in Tekken, like, around our area. Like, I don't know what it is, like, where, if they all meet up and practice in secret or something like that together to just be, like, <laughs> really great. But, like, yeah, everybody here is, like, way too good at Tekken. It's it's a real problem. Tekken's one of the more complicated fighters, right? I would call it, personally, I would call it the most complicated, like, fighting game out right now. Like, okay. that that's, like, big right now. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably some obscure game that we vaguely know of that's more complicated. But yeah. yeah, yeah, like watch somebody end up in the comments like, uh, you forgot all about Arcana Hearts 3 or something. Like, you know, uh, okay, <laughs> cover our bases there. That one's not being played at, at Majors. I was about to say being played at Evo, but nothing's being played at Evo anymore because the guy who founded it was a sex pest, and now it's not a thing. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Uh, another side bummer so like i after going to that that tournament i was like fuck dude like i want to go to evo like just to watch people play this game and it's like i never got to do it so i gotta i gotta figure out what evo the new evo is uh i'm betting the new evo is gonna be probably combo breaker um because that's like one of the bigger majors going on right now and like i think the other biggest one is probably ceo but that like that happens mm. in like daytona florida which is like gross and also like people are super racist there so like oh, yeah um yeah I, I, so i think combo breaker is going to be the big one F- florida's like pretty low on my list of places i want to go i hate florida like that's the worst state i've been to i'm sorry <laughs> i've been to louisiana i think but louisiana i've never been to fun. florida yeah like more fun than florida anyway like florida like <laughs> it's humid People are really racist. Uh, you can you can go to a mini golf place and feed alligators. That's tight. That's sick as That's hell. Sick. That's but, actually pretty cool. Uh, Disney World sucks. Uh, it's just yep. bad. So yep. is Disneyland. You know, Disney anything is bad. But um, right. I mean the the, the parks. <laughs> I like some of the movies. But um, yeah, it's just it's a bad. I'm like no hate to anybody who lives there. Like the people, I'm sure are tight. But like, I did not have a good time in Florida. 
Well, I, I feel like it's hard as a Californian going to the East Coast because, like, I've been to D.C. a couple times, and it is so fucking humid and on, like, a level that I didn't know existed, you know? <laughs> Where you just get there and you're like, why is it hard to move through the air? Like, yeah. what is stopping me from just walking around right now? This is insane. That's, really, yeah, it's, like, East Coast. Like, East Coast is about as bad, like, humid. Not quite as bad, but, like, close as... um about as close as you can get to, like, West Africa in terms of, like, humidity just mm. being, like, super stifling and, like, awful everywhere. Like, the only time it was I've ever experienced worse humidity than Florida was in West Africa. <laughs> oh, man. That's really saying something. Though, yeah. I guess less alligators. Maybe there's crocodiles. I don't know. I didn't run into any. But Wait. I couldn't feed them with a hot dog on a stick, so minus one point there. Yeah. Take that, Africa. Step your game up. (laughs) Better luck next time, Gambia. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'd I'd love to avoid. I well, because the other thing with that, because you went to Evo in like Vegas, right? Oh yeah, I mean, like Evo's always been in Vegas, at least as far except for Evo Japan. But like, yeah, Evo's Mm -hmm. always been in Vegas, as far as I've known. Uh, But I've been there twice. I went in 2013 and 2017. Because that, that sounds... Like, I've never been to Vegas, and I love the idea of public drinking, so I'm intrigued by Vegas. And then to go for something like, you know, a fighting game tournament would be sick. I don't want to go to a fighting game tournament where it's run by a creepy dude, but, you know. Yeah, yeah that's a big... <laughs> that's a that's a big contingency there. I think they were talking... I Last I recall, I think they were trying to, like, boot him from, like, the... the board chairman whatever you do to get someone to stop running a company i guess uh they were trying to do that um but yeah i mean evo's cool like the food is really expensive in vegas and uh i'm personally horrible at gambling i think the word the like yeah me too if there's one thing i'm worse at than like finding my way around places it's probably anything that relies on luck like anytime i roll a die it's gonna be like a two it's just never ever any good um so i lost all my money food was really expensive it's like hot and if you go out anywhere like on the strip then there's gonna be a bunch of people trying to get you to like go to their strip club or whatever and they're really like persistent and obnoxious cool street performers um and you know lots of fighting games so that's cool but uh (laughs) honestly Evo itself, not that tight. Like, it's cool because really? everybody's there. Ugh. But if everybody else goes to another place, that place is going to be way cooler because it's not in Vegas. That's okay. That's a good point. Yeah. I can, I can dig that. I, uh, I'm actually, I, I, I guess I'm kind of wrong. I've been to, uh, the Las Vegas, like, airport because it has, like, an in between. Oh, there you and go. I, I remember one time I was coming back from, uh, Texas and, uh, I had, I did, like, I threw on my pants, I got to the airport, I landed in uh, Las Vegas to, like, go catch another plane, and while I was waiting, I reached in my pocket, and I was like, whoa, I didn't know I had a dollar in my pocket, like, dollar bill. You know what? I've never actually, like, officially gambled, you know, like, with a, anything, so I'm like, maybe this is a sign. You know, I found this dollar, uh, I'm gonna go use it, this will be, yeah. be great. So I went up to a totally. slot machine that was a dollar, I was like, cool put it in there i grabbed the big handle on the side and i turns out that the handle was just for show yeah they don't actually do anything the fucking handles i was so pissed when i found that out yeah yeah so me too so then i'm like okay so i guess i push this button and i push it and i i don't know if you had to hold it down or something but i push it and basically the thing spins like as lacklusterly as possible it's just kind of like ding 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 you lose get out (laughs) Like no no fanfare, no fun, no nothing. Just kind of ding ding ding. Okay. 
You gonna put Vegas, more money baby. in or what? Oh, yeah, sorry, you finished what you were well, saying. Well, I was just gonna say, I, I uh, like, I, I too have no luck with like dice games and stuff like that. I, I come yeah. from like a family of uh, people with like terrible luck with dice games. I remember my <laughs> dad. Um, we were playing Monopoly as like a kid, and he never got to circle the board once. He kept landing on the go directly to jail. Oh thing. no! Like, ev- every time, he never got to go around. So that's rough. It was incredible. <laughs> that's, that's my lineage I feel it. with dice rolling. I definitely I can relate. Um, what I was gonna say though is like, okay, a lot of people will tell you that like Vegas and casinos in general, like bigger casinos are tight because like you can go and gamble, and as long as you're gambling, they'll bring you free drinks. That is a lie. I mean, that's it's, what I've heard. Yeah, it's not a lie, but like they will come and ask you what you'd like to drink, and then they will bring you that drink like half an hour later, and it's like super weak and like yep. tiny. It's not, if somebody tells you you should go gambling for free alcohol, they are not your friend. They are lying you, to you and they are trying to, I don't know what their motive is, but it's it's all bad. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't I, go I, to Vegas for fighting games. I, I can't believe that that's like the, the truth is like, that's what I've always heard is like, casinos want to get you drunk so you spend more money, which is the mm-hmm. thing that would absolutely work on me. And, exactly. And to hear that like their drinks, like, yeah, they're weak you don't really get anything for free like it just like well why why would i want to do this then no yeah all i'm gonna do is lose money in a lackluster way and i can't even get drunk Ugh. totally because like i when i went to eva the first time in 2013 i uh i was fairly decent at marvel versus capcom 3 at the time and I got scrubbed out because I was really nervous and there was this Hagar player who kept spamming Lariat and I just kept jumping into it like an idiot and I knew better but like I that should have been super easy for me but I lost and I was furious I was like I've been playing practicing for this all year and then I go to the casino and I'm like all right I'm about to make some bad decisions I'm gonna get way too drunk and I'm gonna lose all my money and that's you know what it is what it is I'm just I'm so heated right now I gotta do something and like I couldn't even get like the the fucking half the slots were broken. They brought me one drink in the like two hours I was there. It was the worst. Like I just ended up <laughs> end of the night. It's like fucking one a.m. I am still sober and just more mad than I was before. Still have money, and I'm just more mad than I was before. I'm like I'm supposed to be drunk and broke right now. What the fuck? What is this? <laughs> it was the worst. Good and terrible. I love it. <laughs> Now, like in the long run, it's probably better for me, but still. To to be fair, you're leaving out a very key detail that I love is that you you lost in the second round. In the first round, you beat a kid so bad you made him cry. That was in 2017, actually. Okay. That was my revenge story. Okay. <laughs> the first time, though, no, I I lost, and then I didn't cry. I was just really mad. Just you know, mm-hmm. yelled a little bit, but I didn't like cry or anything like that. I'm a tough guy. <laughs> I'm tough, tough, dude. Yeah, I'm tough. I'm not crying. It's all good. <laughs> um, you want to get into this uh, anime stuff? I would love to talk about some anime. I would love to talk about some Christmas-themed anime episodes. Absolutely. <laughs> kind of at random. They're like We tried to vary the genres a bit, but I feel like I didn't really know a single show on here. Like, there wasn't uh, a Christmas special I'd already seen or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely hadn't seen any of these episodes going into it. I um, I guess we should say the the six the six series mm. that we watched were um, Ranma One Half, 
Digimon, but like from 2016, where they're all smartphone apps now. Uh, Rent a Girlfriend, which is a new one that came out last season or this season. Uh, yeah, Sergeant no. Frog, Gintama, and Saber Rider, Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. Uh, which is like a G.I. Joe-ass anime from, like, the late 80s. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah, quite so. Um, what was I even... Where did, Where was I going with this? Uh, I had seen most of this. The only one I was not familiar with was Saber Rider. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of these, I was like, that was better than I expected, and some of these, far, far worse. Far, yeah. far worse. I didn't know... Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. And now, and and just so everybody knows, we're kind of changing up our rating system this time around. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about what we thought of these episodes, but we're also, but our rating system is based on how Christmassy they are. So whether uh-huh. you like the episode or not, if it was Christmassy, it gets um, either one ho, two hoes, or ho, 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 the full yeah. three hoes. Quite so. Um, yeah, it's completely irrespective of quality. Uh, just, you know, if you really came for the Christmas, then you get, you get the three ho-ho-hos. Um, but, you know, if it's just a thing that happened on Christmas and you kind of say Merry Christmas at the end of it, that's not going to fly here. Yeah, yeah, that's not, that's not why we watched these six episodes. Absolutely not. (laughs) Um, so I figure we can take turns talking about each episode. So why don't you start, because you know it better, uh, with Ranma one half. Ranma one half. This was, uh, yeah, it's a Christmas special. I think there were more. Uh, it's like it's a, basically a Christmas party at the Tendo residence. Um, yeah, the Tendo family a, scramble or something like that. I think. Was yeah, I think that sounds about right. Tendo. Fa- I should have written down the names of the episodes. Tendo but I'm family sure as hell. Christmas scramble. There we go. There you go. Tendo family Christmas scramble. I would order that at a diner uh, <laughs> if it were like one a.m. Oh, 100%. um. <laughs> so. Ranma One Half, of course, is a story about a guy who falls into the wrong hot spring, and now he's cursed with this thing where anytime he comes into contact with cold water, he becomes a woman. Like, looks more or less the same, just like as a he's a girl now. Like, same. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> this is just sort of a who's who, like, fan service episode, just like anyone you've seen in a past episode probably makes an appearance. Uh, they all show up, and of course, there's a bunch of naturally, there's a bunch of girls aiming for Ranma's, uh, trying to get Ranma's affection, trying to get him under the mistletoe and whatnot. And um, Akane, I think her name is Ranma's actual love interest, is like trying to give him a present. He's trying to give her a present, but all this stuff gets in the way. Hilarity ensues. Um, but yeah, what what did you think about the episode? I I, I thought it was interesting. I didn't know it really at all i confuse ranma one half and um lum invader like constantly <laughs> like when yeah. we sat when we sat down to watch ranma one half i was like hey where's the girl in like the leopard print bikini i don't understand <laughs> uh you know what now that i think about it i think they're written by the same person did we talk about uh, that I, I, you mentioned who wrote uh lum invader but i didn't know we didn't really talk about ranma too much I'm, yeah, I'm almost positive Rumiko Takahashi did uh, Ranma one half, Urisei Yatsura, and um, okay, she did. I just looked it up. Uh, yeah, so it's all the same person. So it makes sense. I mean, they have similar faces and and you know art style. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this one, I, I had a bit of a hard time because you've explained who the characters were and the weird hot spring thing, but uh-huh. I didn't know the show like. At all, so I was just kind of like watching things unfold, um, 
it, I, I didn't hate it. The things that happened were fun. It just, because it was so, like, for the fans, you know, after all this show has happened, I was like, I don't, I don't, that guy turns into a goose. That man's a panda. Okay. There's just things happening. I'm very out of my element. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a lot to pick up on uh, in that episode. And, like, it's funny because, like, Ranma's very much like a Monster of the Week type of show. It's, like, usually somebody shows up and wants to fight Ranma for some reason. Maybe it's because they like the girl he's with. Maybe that's because, you know, they just heard he's so great. Whatever. Uh, usually somebody shows up, tries to fight Ranma, he beats them, and then they're like, oh, I'll get my revenge, and then they show up every once in a while to try and fight him again, you know? Um, <laughs> this one is, like, every single episode that's happened, like, every, like the past hundred episodes or whatever it's like just throwing out callback after callback after callback is like remember this guy remember when this happened remember when this like as someone who's watched a shit ton of Ranma one half I was confused half the time (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, I mean it's been years and years but still yeah yeah and I, I think to kind of make matters a little bit worse is like it it is a Christmas special it's but, like, the Christmas stuff doesn't really come up until the end. Like, they're kind of getting ready for a Christmas party. And yeah. then I I do love what happens is that they have this, like, huge party. They seem to invite the entire neighborhood. And everyone comes out for, like, there's, like, a song and dance. There's, and then at one point, everybody breaks out into playing poker. Like, it's it's one of those things where it's, like, maybe I didn't enjoy the episode super much. But thinking about, like, oh, I'd love to do that on Christmas. That sounds totally. so fun. <laughs> totally karaoke and poker that sounds like a sick-ass christmas party yeah absolutely <laughs> it just seemed a little nonsensical yeah it's like invite the whole neighborhood and we're all just gonna like do random things like they turn ranma into a girl specifically so that she can join in on the christmas thing and then turns back into a boy and it's like that never happened and we move on yeah. um <laughs> this was uh i guess i guess we can go into the ratings now i gave this a i gave this a hoe and a half uh, okay. All capitals H O H because it's fairly Christmassy, but it's more just kind of something that takes place on Christmas rather than a show be- like it being an episode about Christmas. I kind of did the I did I only gave it one ho like capital ho, mm-hmm. and um, I looking back on watching these other episodes, I think I agree with your rating more than mine at the time. I was trying to be a little more critical then, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, some some of these shows uh, just happen to be Christmas, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, there's a nice little thing where, like, Ranma and Akane are trying to give their gifts to each other, but they can't because other people keep getting in the way. Like, very... Like, it's a it's a cute story. Um, yeah. But yeah. We could, it could have been a little more Christmassy, gotta say. Yeah, absolutely. This is... The, it's one that, like, if you know the show, it's probably very enjoyable. If you don't know it, I wouldn't. Some of these episodes, I would say, like, watch it on Christmas, even if you don't know the show. You'll have a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this, unfortunately, is not one of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? Honestly, like, I. It's so difficult to call yourself a fan of something nowadays if you don't have, like, encyclopedic knowledge about it, because, like, everybody's so, like. I hate fandoms that are such a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I very much enjoyed Ranma One Half. Like, the time I spent with it several years ago, like, that was a great time. I really enjoy watching that show. Uh, this episode didn't do that much for me. Like, I was, you know, pointing out each mm. character, being like, oh, that's Kuno. He shows up in this episode. And that's that Shampoo. She shows up in, the, like, you know, all that. But, like, honestly, it was so preoccupied with trying to shove every single last cameo they could 
fit in there that like none of it actually meant anything it's just this character shows up is like hi remember me and then bounces you know yeah 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 a lot of yeah tons and tons of cameos which again if you don't know the show it's just kind of like okay yeah show has a big cast okay (laughs) yeah i mean it's been a lot of episodes they keep bringing in new characters go figure um so digimon digimon Um, okay (laughs) this is something i uh, i uh, flat out I'll, I'll get into the spoiler here i loved this this one i loved it way more than i thought i would um, i think you loved it way more than i did too i i'm trying to find okay so this came out in 2016 yeah um, i'm trying to find like the okay the name of the series is digimon universe aptly monsters um so you uh, i'm just assuming here you watched the original digimon you know back in the day and all that Bold assumption, but yes, absolutely. I'm, 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 I very much love me some Digimon, uh, Digital Monsters. Big fan, big fan. Me, t- me too. And it was, I, I think we both had a fucking boomer moment watching this fucking show. <laughs> so much. It's, it's, um, it's kind of different. Like you have the kids and they have the, um, their digital friends, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Digimon, they're Appmon now, yep. despite the show being called Digimon. <laughs> I, that's just got to be for brand recognition at this point, I think. I think they would have just kept calling them Applymon, uh, <laughs> you know, if it weren't for the fact that, like, this is a long-running show by a different name already. Yeah, and I, I think, if anything, it was kind of a detriment to call the show Digimon for us, because it was just like, this isn't like Digimon, this is the Digimon I know. And the yeah. way they, ex- they explained the rules and how they um, upgrade their app version and all that, like, the more we were just like, this isn't <laughs> like the show that we know. Yeah, and, like, I'd make a very... <laughs> concerted effort to never find myself in a position where I'm angry about a child's television show. Like, <laughs> like that is, that's one of the biggest L's you can take in my opinion. Like, you know, if you're fucking a grown ass adult and you're all pissed off on the internet going like, but that's, this isn't the Thundercats I remember from mm-hmm. 1988 or whatever. Like mm-hmm. that is the worst type of person you can be. Honestly. Absolutely. But yeah. I, it was very difficult to, not end up in that situation watching is like oh they're appmon now and they don't digivolve anymore they aptly arise and uh the the premise of this particular episode is there is a digimon named Cal- uh, excuse me an appmon named calendarmon mm-hmm. please thank who, you who who steals december 24th and december 25th and yes! thus there is yes! no more christmas i I love this episode because it's it's such a good fucking Christmas premise. He steals the twenty fourth and the twenty fifth, and everyone's just like, "Oh, there's no more Christmas." Like Christmas doesn't exist. Like if you look yeah. on your fucking calendar app on your phone, Christmas is just gone. You know? Yeah, it, December twenty third, December twenty sixth. That's it. And people and people just accept it. They're not like, <laughs> okay, well then the twenty sixth is the twenty fourth, and the twenty seventh is the you know is christmas now they're just like oh wow i hope i can get my money back for the reservation on christmas and they're just some people are just like oh i i spent a lot of money on christmas and now that it's gone i guess i just lose that money like what is this dystopia (laughs) (laughs) it's yeah now that you say that yeah it's like 
everybody looked all these you know working adults these are lawyers and doctors and business owners and all teachers and all these other things they look at their phone and they see that december 24th and december 25th are just gone and instead of going like that's a funny little glitch huh some weird y2k shit going on anyway let's just fix that real quick they're just like fuck christmas is gone it's over it's canceled Mm -hmm. i was gonna go and propose to my girlfriend but i'm not going to anymore because it's not going to be christmas and that they just they just go about their day like that sucks and move on yeah Uh, and it's up to these plucky preteens to go and kill this calendar thing yeah to save christmas but it it's even it's even better for for the Christmas. This show really put a fucking Christmas smile on my face because the other the downside to Christmas being gone is that um, they're in a bookstore and oh, there's a right. tree inside the bookstore and it'll grant a wish if you believe in Christmas on Christmas Day. And with no Christmas, the girl can't make a Christmas wish. So they gotta get Christmas back. <laughs> this is such a good Christmas episode. I love it. This was, yeah. I mean, in terms of Christmas content, like, you know, bastardization of a thing that I once loved very dearly aside, like, this was a very solid Christmas episode. It's like, it's not just something that happens on Christmas. The entire plot would not work if Chris, like, if it weren't on Christmas. You know, that's yeah. respect. Respect Hold. for that whole thing revolves around christmas and i i think it's a lot of fun and i think it's it's you know boomer moments aside it's it's actually like fairly easy to follow and is is a good time honestly if you're looking for for me if you're looking for a good christmas episode to watch i think this is a great one to throw on i I had such a good time with this I uh, I honestly, like, there were a lot of things that I did enjoy about it. I thought the character designs were neat. I didn't like the Digimon yeah. designs very the Appmon designs very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that they had to kill a creature to save Christmas. That was neat. You don't get to see that in many <laughs> kid shows. I I agree. I didn't like the, the Appmon as much, but I like that they were, like, color-coordinated with their app havers. I can't yeah. remember what they were called, but... They I, used to I be called that. Digidestined. Yeah, now they're anyway. app havers. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's the one thing I do want to point out. I, I've only seen this episode, so this is the, my only frame of reference. But there seems to be some kind of weird thing where they they want to have like the well, you know, technology. Like you got to get away from it. You know, it's not the the full thing. Like they they emphasize that there's a man with an analog like paper calendar. You know, oh he's yeah, still got Christmas. Um, which okay that's a fine thing like yeah yeah people are too attached to their phones that's fine um but then also their phones fucking kick ass because they have like monsters and shit you know like they're able to hang out with these cool little friends because of their phones yeah i know there's in in that kind of show (laughs) yeah it's like of course you're fucking glued to your smartphone i mean i'm glued to my smartphone and i don't even have a cool little monster to hang out with i just (laughs) scroll through twitter and get mad at people being wrong there but (laughs) but it's like yeah it it feels like it wants to do the black mirror thing where it's like you know it's the because you're on the damn phone the show where it's like oh you kids nowadays you don't know the you know all these experiences that you're missing out on because you're too busy looking at your phone and then at the same in the same breath it goes like but isn't this fucking sick like (laughs) you can't do both yeah, and again, this is only based on the one episode that I've seen. You know, it's sure. like episode like thirteen or something too. So it's you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to watch. Wrong. I don't. I don't think I'm going to watch more of it. <laughs> 
I'm I'm half tempted because of how good this Christmas episode is, but I, <laughs> deep down I know I won't enjoy it. Now let me say, and I and I told you this while we were watching it, but um, this this got from me. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw my rating out there. This mm. got two hoes, two capital hoes for me uh, mm-hmm. out of three. Um, and I think what could have brought it to like you know full marks on this mm. is. So they go into the the app world and they kill the app mon that has has stolen Christmas and thus Christmas is restored. Um, it would especially considering they had the whole analog calendar thing. The guy's like, "Well, mine's made out of paper and you can't change it digitally, so twenty fourth and twenty fifth are still there on mine." Like, they could have gone with something like, "Well, it doesn't matter what the day is; it's still it's about you know." hanging out with family and giving gifts to people and telling people that you love that you love them and stuff and like you could have gotten a little more preachy with the whole uh the meaning of christmas type thing like you know if you're gonna get this Mm -hmm. far you gotta really lay it on thick and they they kind of backed off at the last second in my opinion but otherwise good old time yeah i i um i personally i gave it three capital ho ho ho's Oh, I I thought this was such a fun Christmas episode. I was totally in a fucking Christmas spirit after (laughs) watching it. I think um, I think that your thing would have been better. But as a counterpoint, it would deflate some of the tension of having to defeat uh, Calendar Mon if Mm -hmm. uh, it didn't matter what day Christmas was. So it's like them defeating Calendar Mon is saving christmas which i like there was a if i was if i was following correctly uh the main character's app mon hits a new like level of transformation in that Mm -hmm. fight like he he becomes like i don't know what they call them now but like you know back in my day we used to call that the (laughs) ultimate (laughs) the ultimate level there's rookie then champion then ultimate Mm -hmm. then mega right and he hits like ultimate like that's a big thing um that was a weird time to do that like yeah. yeah i don't think the tension needed to be there because you're fighting a literal calendar well, it is a it's pages on a little spiral thing he had some kind of ability to like hypnotize people but outside of that he didn't really seem like a threat where you needed to like you know oh my god how are we gonna defeat this guy quickly you know it, it was basically just like hey i can defeat this guy if you you know use this executable file you know yeah. it's like, okay, <laughs> i guess yeah, yeah. The, the the fight is super anticlimactic. <laughs> they so. they really could have like I'm convinced if they brought him a gift, you know, showed him that like it doesn't need to be Christmas like December 25th for me to for me to wish you wish you Merry Christmas or whatever. If they did that, his heart would have grown three sizes and he would have been like, oh, "All right, you can have your days back." And then yeah. they wouldn't have had to kill him. But I, I agree. I think that, I think that would have been better. But again, I still give it the the, the triple ho ho ho. Like I think that's Fair. That's, I I think this was such a fun Christmas episode. I love the <laughs> premise. I love everything about it. So fair, fair. Um, um, okay, so next one. Next one. Uh, next, we watched Rent a Girlfriend, um, a show we've talked about on the podcast a little bit, but yeah, they had a Christmas episode as well. They did. You want to take you... this one? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> So, uh, for for reference, I, I did talk about this one before. I watched the first episode of this when it came out. Rent-A-Girlfriend is about a guy who just got broken up with. He's, like, just started college. His girlfriend broke up with him. And because he's so lonely, he, he finds this service where this 
women will go on a date with you for, you know, a fee, like 5,000 yen or something. Like, pretty affordable, all things considered. Um, no, no, it's not an escort service. Like, they go, when they go on a date, they go to uh, the aquarium, and I think they get, like, gelato or something afterwards. Call it a day, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Very PG. But uh, this, fast forward around episode, like, 11 or something now. Or no, 8, uh, I think. Eight, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was 8. And uh, in this episode... It's, it's Christmas time. He wants to... I think he's going to get her a gift or something. Um, and he finds out that his, his rent-a-girlfriend is on a date with another guy. Um, even though that's, like, her whole job. Like, that's what she does, and he knows that. Uh, yeah. He's very upset about her uh, hanging out with another dude. And so he proceeds to stalk her, literally stalk her for the entire episode. Well, so his his thing is that that guy who she's on this date with is too attractive. So there's no way that he's, excuse me, that he's using the service. So he's oh, like, yeah, Does yeah, she yeah. have a boyfriend? And that's, to me, is even fucking creepier where he's like, <laughs> oh, does she actually have a boyfriend? Well, I'm going to fucking stalk her now. <laughs> yeah. Real fucking weird uh, everything about this one. Like, when when I watched that first episode, I was like, okay, that's, you know, it's a weird little premise, but this guy's obviously gonna grow and change and learn to be not as shitty, and, you know, it'll be a fun little romance comedy thing. And, like, mm-hmm. boy, seven episodes later, it's not fun. It's not a fun little romance comedy thing. It's just kind of sad and creepy. You, like, based on the premise that you said there, when mm-hmm. he got, like, really possessive and she was like, you know, shot him down and everything. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to like grow and learn, you know? And in this episode, he is super possessive. Just yeah. absolutely. And it's really fucking off-putting, like super off-putting. Totally. Yeah. I thought he had like done a little bit of growing in that first episode. Cause he gets, he like realizes that she's just on a date with him because he paid her to be there. Uh yeah. And then mm-hmm. like he says as much and she's like, Yeah, dude, you fucking paid me. What do you what do you want me to say? And then like he's like, Oh yeah, well I guess I should quit being such a dumb like a dumbass. And then Yeah. Uh where the fuck was I going with this? Yeah, it's well, really creepy and unsettling and just like this logically this is gonna have four more episodes to the end of the season and maybe another like twelve uh for another season or something like that. I don't see how we make this into a, like, likable character in the next few episodes. Yeah, well, and the problem is, too, is that at the end of the episode, he's like, oh, I was only stalking you because I thought he was your boyfriend, and then I thought he was going to do something terrible to you, so then I continued to stalk you. But he did this based on his own, like, perceptions of, like, a conversation he was having with, like, over a phone, and so he's only hearing one side of the conversation, and he didn't hear the context. Again, it's way too possessive and she treats this as like oh well that's kind of a cute thing that you were doing yeah it's It's like a weird little it's a weird little endearing thing like oh you and then you know and she gives him a it it turns out that the guy she was running around with was like she she wants to become an actor he's a he's a fellow actor and they were going over lines and he also went with her to pick out a gift for the main character like it's everything yeah. comes up millhouse for this shitty fucking weird little guy 
Yeah, because because that's that's her whole thing. She's like like she's like, well, I'm I know him because he's an actor, and I'm going to acting school or some shit, and that's why mm-hmm. I'm working this job so that I can make money. And it's like that's such a fundamental part of her character, like who she is. Like yeah. I work a job so that I can do a thing to follow my dreams. He doesn't know that. So like, how well does he know this girl that he feels so contr- like that he. Sh- should be able to know these details about her and like be able to control her and like know who she's dating and like try to save her. (laughs) It kept getting worse the longer we watched it. Yeah. uh, And like, I mean, okay, let me, let me go ahead and concede here that we did jump in more than halfway through a show that we didn't really watch. Um, But yeah, not a great, not a great showing, I must say. Like maybe he's got some redeeming moments in other episodes. Maybe there was a guest writer. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah, got like, s- may- Yeah, maybe in context, this isn't as bad. But I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> Total. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what well, I'm gonna be real. I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking watch this. This is very much not my thing. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, Which I is- gave it. I gave it a hoe. You know, just one. Mm-hmm. All capitals. You know, it's yeah. it had some Christmas. Yeah, I give it. I give it the same. It's it is. It's kind of like Ranma, where it's like, incidentally, it's Christmas. Christmas isn't intrinsic to what was required. You know. Yeah. Like she could have been buying him a gift on any day. It just mm-hmm. happened to be Christmas. Could have been his um, birthday. Could have been graduation. Could have been you know whatever. Yeah. Uh, I would have. I think I would have given this a hoe and a half, like I did with Ranma. But the the difference is that this one um, contains a not insignificant amount of stocking, uh, yeah. which you know what? Gonna say it. Not very in the Christmas spirit. I I must say. Yeah, it's it's more in the uh, baby. It's cold outside. Christmas spirit. Oh no, <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's it's the anime version of that song. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, uh, not a not a fan. Um, uh, but the next one was fun. You wanna oh, you wanna take that one? The next one. Okay, I I, I get all the fun ones. You get all the shitty ones. <laughs> um, so the next one. Um, we watched Sergeant Frog, and Sergeant Frog is a wonderful little show. Uh, I didn't know anything about it beforehand, but you told me about it. And it's basically a group of alien frogs um, that are absolutely adorable, and they have come to Earth to attempt to invade it, but instead they decide that they like love it or something, and they just get into shenanigans. And, yep. And um, it's cute. It's really cute. And this was a really great Christmas episode. Basically, they have to... It's Christmas... Um, the people, the humans that they live with are trying to get Christmas ready for their mom who's coming home. Yep. And uh, at the same time, the alien like overlords are coming to check in on the frogs to make sure their invasion is going well. And if they don't, if it doesn't look good, then the frogs have to leave Earth. So the stakes are there. It's Christmas time. This this is a good episode. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really got all the necessary components for a wonderful Christmas special, and I think it I think it followed through. Yeah, I, there's there's a wonderful part early on where two of the frogs are arguing about how they should decorate the Christmas tree. One of them wants to put like weapons and ammunition on it. Live hand grenades. He wants Live actual hand grenades. hand grenades on it. And the other one has this is wonderful. Compl- completely decorated the tree for the Zeon Federation in Gundam. So there's like Gundam action figures. He's going to put the the Zeon symbol as the star on the Christmas tree. 
<laughs> I do have to check you here, Stu. It's the Principality mm. of Zeon, and then the Earth Federation. Oh, uh, okay. Well... But otherwise... <laughs> this is important. I, I haven't I haven't seen those movies, so <laughs> my memory's a little rusty. But yeah, fair. <laughs> but yeah, all the same. Hail Zeon. Hail Zeon. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah. That. So, but one of the hand grenades goes goes off, blows up the room, destroys all the Christmas stuff, and the humans they live with are like the. Uh, girl is like upset she's like i don't care what happens to the frogs but across the episode you learn that she does care and she ends up helping them in the end christmas love it <laughs> yeah they have to they have to build a giant statue on top of a i don't think it was tokyo tower i think it was just eighth tower but you know mm-hmm. they have to big, build a big statue uh, on the tower that's going to light up so that they can show their alien overlords that they are in fact making good progress and taking over the taking over the planet um, and you know what? It looks like it's not gonna. It looks like it's not gonna happen. They just don't have the the time or the the people needed. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think her name's not not Natsuko or something like that. The 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 girl who said she didn't care about the frogs. She shows <laughs> up. She does care. They all like pull it off. But then then they fuck up. But it works out anyway. Yeah, well, and it's it's great too because they're like, I don't know if we have the time to do this, and then friends show up, and then she shows up, and the whole thing is they have this tr- um, this energy device that um, collects static electricity from people, yeah. and um, it it powers up. It gets too much electricity and blows up and causes the whole city to start snowing. Oh, that's right. And it's so it's like as Christmas is kicking in and as the frogs learn that they don't have to leave Earth. Um, yeah, it's like it's snowing. So it's just perfect Christmas. The mom comes home and she's like, hey, kids, I'm excited for Christmas. It's oh, And she's on a sick fucking motorcycle. Coolest Big fan of that mom, mom character. Yeah. 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 She best just shows best up anime mom out there. Helmet. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was a really heartwarming one. I really liked that one. That's that that got a three. That got a full full rating. Ho ho ho! All caps for me. Yeah, me too. I mm-hmm. I loved it. I uh, oh, such a and for the rest of the day, like I we that was so we watched these episodes together, and that was the last one we watched in the day. And mm-hmm. I walked out into my kitchen and had to remind myself not to wish Merry Christmas to my roommate. <laughs> I was in such a good mood. <laughs> You really get into this. I do. Nothing like I get, like I said, I get real curmudgeon about Christmas. Like I don't like, <laughs> I don't like gifts on Christmas. I don't like all of the capitalist nightmare that surrounds Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for me, like that consumes Christmas a lot of the time. And then I watch some stuff like this. That's about like family and friends and working together. And it just warms my heart. It reminds me what Christmas is supposed to all be all about. You know? Mm-hmm. About world domination. About world domination and convincing your overlords that you are, in fact, invading Earth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then the next one we got... See, I got, I got a fun one here. This is... Uh, we got Gintama. You do get um, a good one. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, Gintama... Um, I, I've watched some amount of Gintama in the past, but I couldn't tell you much about it. Uh, but 
came to find out that this is actually one of those that splits its episodes in half. Um, so the first half of it is uh, Gein, the, the main character, uh, comes upon a, a Santa and his reindeer, who is also a guy just in a suit, and um, they're trying <laughs> to deliver Christmas presents to all the good little boys and girls. Um, and after after some wacky hijinks, Gein joins them in their quest. Uh, turns out they've only the only gifts that they have available are uh, kendamas, <laughs> and none of the kids particularly want one. Um, <laughs> and so uh, they, what even happens after that? They they I, I, okay. try to yeah. You take S- give me that side yeah. note. Like I love what Santa says where he's like, I really I only bought kendamas. I really thought they were going to be all the rage this year. <laughs> You know, it's a it, anyone could have made that mistake. Kendamas are fun, you know. You you, yeah, you yeah, think yeah. they're lame, and then you found, you manage to catch it on the spike one time, and you're like, "Wait, I'm a god at this!" And then you're, you know, <laughs> it's a great time. Um, yeah, but yeah, they they get into some wacky hijinks trying to trying to deliver gifts, um, and eventually uh, the girl character with the orange hair like beats them up because they they drew on her face. Yep, and then they draw in blood, like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, very solid. Um, that, like, Gintama has some really excellent comedic timing, and, um, you know, it's the entire, that entire plot was about Christmas. But mm-hmm. we have a second half, which is a New Year's special, uh, wherein Gin and some other guy, like a ninja dude, get in a wacky over-the-top fight over who gets to have the last uh, issue of Shonen Jump that they have on the uh, on the shelf at the convenience store. And that was a great time, too. That that episode was fantastic. Oh, it's, it's like Jingle All the Way, but with Shonen Jump. And yeah. they're, they're competing to like convince the other person with more dramatic uh, the more dramatic story. Like, oh, my son's gonna die. So, and he loves Shonen Jump. And it's like, well, my mom's gonna die, and she loves Shonen Jump, you know. And then it like they devolves from there, and it's like, well, you know, I, I love Shonen Jump. Well, you probably only read like two or three stories. No, I read all the stories, and I even <laughs> read, I even mail back the survey at the end. And it's like they they're just like there are so many good lines from this part. It is so <laughs> fucking good. I like it's not Christmas themed per se. It's more like New Year's, but it's oh, like. At, at first, I was like, "Is this gonna be like Jingle All the Way?" And then it fucking it it ramps up, and it abso- absolutely is. Yeah, yeah, like fantastic. Like the honestly, the action, like slapstick stuff that they had going on, like it was fun. Like you know, it's not the yeah, it's great the same kind of like high energy thing as like a Dragon Ball fight, but like it was it was a great time. Like I mm-hmm. at no point during that episode did I feel anything but like you know just being entirely amused the whole time. Like it's. So snappy and quick. Look, Gintama's is great. Absolutely. Um, no, it, like with, I feel like Digimon, Sergeant Frog, and especially this episode of Gintama. Like mm-hmm. this is, like, if you want to watch some Christmas anime, watch those three. Like those are totally. so good. And for the rating's going to get a little bit controversial, but. Um, this is this was my favorite thing that we watched. I fucking I was laughing. There are a million great lines and moments. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Even if you're listening to this episode after Christmas, watch this episode. It's episode 37. Uh it's incredible. Yeah, we should probably have something in the YouTube description like indicating which episode of these shows uh 
the Christmas special is in case people want to feel like watching them for some reason. Yeah, um, no, that's a good call. I'll, I'll throw something down there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's fantastic. I, uh, for my rating, I gave this three hoes, ho, 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 but the third one is lowercase uh, because it is yeah. not, yeah, it is not as Christmassy as Sergeant Frog was. And, you know, they couldn't have the same rate uh, rating on the Christmas scale. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is a fantastic episode. Again, best thing I think we watched. But we're rating it not on what we like, but how Christmassy it is. And yeah. Gintama is only half Christmas on this episode. So Yeah, if this was a Christmas slash New Year's uh, rating scale, then yeah, full marks mm-hmm. every time. But hey, it's not. And maybe next year, but not yeah. this year. This year's Christmas only. Yeah, yeah, well... <laughs> We'll have to figure that out. <laughs> see if we can add New Year's to it. We'll do some uh, do some focus testing on that and get back to you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what our audience prefers. Um, <laughs> well, uh, last and least, Stu, you want to take us home on this? <laughs> well, you say least, but this show was fucking. I, I thought it was pretty sick. Uh, <laughs> we watched a show I've never heard of called Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. Um, it is like an 87 uh tv show it has a similar look to like transformers and even like a bit of like he-man but it's it's absolutely anime and i guess the backstory is like it was directed by like an american guy like it was made for an american audience but was made in japan so there's a lot of influences from there the first (laughs) half of the episode it's just a huge space battle and like one-liners and like these ridiculous character designs uh just like yelling at each other um there if this doesn't tell you on the show i don't know what will there is a i'm gonna say american character who has his he has like a power rangers slash gundam outfit and it has a hat on it that forms around his actual hat cowboy hat that he wears so he, his helmet fits his hat. It's incredible. Yeah, there's uh, you got the main guy who's like a I don't I don't even know what they're trying to crib off. He's like a Buckingham Palace guard, but like on a horse. Yeah, uh, he's, he's got like a, a big British his, dude. His helmet his helmet is taller, like those beef eater helmets, and he's got yeah. The, each each character has like uh, flags on them, and so he's the saber rider, and he's got the Union Jack. Um, there's another guy named Fireball, and he he has the uh, Japanese flag on him. And then the last guy is a cowboy, so we assume he's American. But the flag looks like um, it's got the layout that... of the American flag, but the colors of the German flag. I I don't yeah. know what he was. Um, yeah, there's so much going on with this show, but yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? I didn't didn't actually catch that like Fireball was like the Japanese one because like in the in the in the second half of the episode, Fireball just gets taken aside uh, for this <laughs> like fucking French dude to monologue at him about how great of a, a hero his dad Fireball's dad was, mm-hmm. um, and it th- that made me think that maybe Fireball was supposed to be the main character, but then again, it is it is called Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. Fireball being one of the Star Sheriffs, um, so yeah, I don't know. I love the villain's helmet. His weird Darth Vader helmet with a bunch of teeth. I'm very into it. Yeah, the the Darth Vader kind of uh, guy sounded like Starscream, which was perfect. It was wonderful. Yeah. There there may have been like an Emperor slash uh, Megatron character. We didn't really see him in this episode. It was all this Starscream guy just yelling mm-hmm. at people. Um, 
And it's funny because I feel like he has a fairly original design to him. Everything else in this show looks like it's uh, like bootleg Gundam. Like all yeah. of the ships look like uh, what's it called? Like new base or. Are you talking uh, about white base? White base. That's it. Um, yeah. A lot of the ships look kind of like in that design or like <laughs> Gundam design. All of the, uh, the saber rider and the star sheriffs, like they're, they have different colors and their helmets are a little different, but everything else about them looks like they're a small Gundam, like a person-sized yeah. Gundam. One of them, one of them rides around in like a, a mech type thing, because uh, like Saber Rider is on a horse, mm-hmm. um, and then I think I think uh, the cowboy dude is just sort of like he just kind of jetpacks around, and then uh, Fireball he's in like a he's in something that looks kind of like the uh, the gun cannon, like it's just. It's just a Gundam Gundam side yeah. mech, you know? It's just kind of there. Like, everything yeah. everything about this show screams, like, yes, we very much like Gundam, but, you know, do not have the creative liberties to actually make something that's like Gundam. So here we go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and even, like, there's a part where you see, like, characters in military uniforms. So I'm like, that's a Gundam character. That guy's from oh, yeah. Gundam. Like, you cannot totally. convince me otherwise. <laughs> like, that is, they just cut him out. Yeah. Um, there's, oh, what is there? Fuck, I don't know. But we're making the show sound, I, I think, a little bit bootleggy. These, um, the action scene that takes place in the first ten minutes is great. Like it is, I've seen a lot of anime from this era, and like they reuse shots constantly. Oh yeah, um, and you know, there's some shots that are like it's the same shot but flipped to try to make it seem bigger, and mm-hmm. it fucking works in this show. Lots of explosions, ship crashing into each other, laser beams flying around. It was non-stop fucking action for the first like 12 minutes of the episode i yeah I, I thought it was sick it was a weirdly big production for like what must have been like a you know straight to tv like thing from 87 like that mm-hmm. quite clearly a lot of time and care was put into that action it was it was impressive even though it's such a weird nonsensical thing absolutely yeah and maybe they were reusing shots from other episodes, maybe every episode is basically the same space. Oh battle God, maybe. It seems to have a budget, and they seem to know how to to use it. They say because like the budget really drops off after those twelve minutes. Like when the action's over, like there's a part where people are clapping, and it's very clearly just two frames on top of each other, so it does yep. not look spo- smooth. But I mean, that's a shit? lot of people in that shot. You know, that's like yeah. a lot of hand clapping. Absolutely, animate. and 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 I'm fine with it because. It's clear the budget went to the earlier part, and it's great. Totally. Yeah. Um, We'll say, though, this is very, like, of all the shows we've mentioned tonight, this is very much the most, like, this could have taken place on any day. It just happened to be Christmas. Like, everything happens, and then they're like, guess we better go to the Christmas party. And then everyone's like, Merry Christmas, and the show ends. (laughs) Oh, everyone's like, Merry Christmas, and then this French dude is like, Fireball, your dad was a war hero, and he may be dead, but he might not be dead. Anyway, there's your character motivation. Merry Christmas. And then... (laughs) And then roll credits. It's it's, it's so fucking, like, tacked on. Like, there's a a (laughs) big-ass Christmas tree, but yeah, there's no reason that this is a christmas episode like if you were paying attention we were saying a lot of things about this show none of them were christmas related (laughs) not at all not at all also the voice the voice acting is like you know obviously older anime has like a bad rap for voice acting but like this was bad this was real fucking bad 
but it was bad in all the right ways. Oh, it was so good. Like the the English guy was like way too English. The American guy was like way too American. Um, just like like if you were if you were making fun of a Southern person and you'd only ever heard like one instance of a Southern person, like that's what he was doing. It's like, who, what are you doing? The fucking there was a guy who I don't know how else to describe it. He was doing a European accent. Like he wasn't <laughs> doing French. He wasn't doing German. He was doing everything, and he was just moving between them as he spoke. Yeah, it kind of came off as a little Borat on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's certain it was things like that he says. It oh yeah, and so also weird. it's like Borat and Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just vaguely Eastern European ish, I guess. He, but then, uh, yeah, he was he was all over the fucking map. It was <laughs> it was wonderful to listen to. Yeah, and uh, the main the main character, Mister Mister Saber Rider himself. Uh, like, I, I couldn't really find the words to describe it when we were when we were watching it because, like, the first thing I was like, oh, he sounds like Alfred, but like, he doesn't. It's not just that he's he's British. He sounds like a butler. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just yeah. He's just sort of like, well, come on, lads, we've got to go and defeat the whatever the fuck they're fighting. I don't know what they're doing. But, like, mm-hmm. it didn't really sound like like he particularly wanted to. He's just like, well, this is what we got to do now. Yeah, um, it, it, the cowboy it, it, guy was a, fantastic, though. Yeah, the cow. Oh, my God. And the English guy, again, it's like the same deal. It's like it's a guy who's like heard an English accent like once and he knows yeah. the stereotypes, but he has never really done it outside of that and (laughs) yeah it's it's great i i fucking loved the dub (laughs) (laughs) yeah if there is if there is a sub out there which i'm not convinced there is then you know i think we made the right move still going with the with the dub there that was yeah it was it was a thing we watched and i can't say i hated it yeah um so i guess to wrap up this part like I would say this is a fun episode to watch if you're interested in like older kind of anime style stuff. It's not a great Christmas episode. <laughs> it, no. it is a this I think this got our lowest Christmas rating. This was an all caps one ho for me. Or not yeah. all caps, all lowercase. Yeah, all lower yeah, I was about to say same for me, all lowercase, yep. just ho. Yep. Um, um fun. Yeah. It was a fun little, you know, trip through history, you know. Nice to nice to see something from a little before my time. But uh Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as a Christmas special, you know, and that's that's what this episode is for. It's as a Christmas mm-hmm. special, severely lacking. We could have had a lot more wacky hijinks around Christmas. They could have put some some Christmas, some holiday wreaths around the white base looking enemy ship. Uh the weird Char knockoff could have been wearing more red and white. I don't know. I am the evil guy from this episode, and I'm going to attack this place and steal all their Christmas presents. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all I wanted. He could, yeah, he could have been doing whatever evil thing he was doing for the sake of stealing Christmas presents, or just stop this Christmas from coming because all those who's down in White Base are are <laughs> making too much noise. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, like the show seems to have a more serious tone, so I guess. I get why it's not doing that, but uh, the dude if, if it a... would have done that, I think it could have rivaled um, like Gintama. Like it, it was it was a cool episode outside of the fact that it was not Christmassy at all. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I guess yeah, it's kind of hard to tell from one episode like what the tone is supposed to be because like 
the first half was like we're having all these like wacky fun like you know fight scenes with like this fucking British Mountie looking dude and his cowboy <laughs> buddy and his fireball guy and then like the second half of the episode is all like serious flashback war stories and stuff like that it yeah. feels like it's trying to you know do a little too much but it's it's war but remember war is fun war is fun yeah. who doesn't love a good old war once in, once in a while yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that pretty much that wraps up our our thoughts on these Christmas specials we watched. Um, yeah, highly recommend the Digimon one, um, but especially Sergeant Frog and Gintama. Like th- those two are peak Christmas. I personally love the Digimon one. The other three, mm. uh, I would say, like you know, if you like Ranma one half a lot, then you've probably already seen this episode and are probably mad we didn't say more nice things about it but um <laughs> the ronma like ronma one half was a fine episode it just wasn't christmasy enough um yeah. if you like rent a girlfriend i'm sorry but also i i just want better for you i want your main character to be a little not shitty yeah and he's a little shitty right now he's not woke you know yeah not what okay he is nothing compared to taiju from dr stone he is like oh completely yeah. ain't shit compared. Yeah, we just got Taiju. done watching something where it's like this guy is respectful. He understands the power dynamics between him and his love interest, and he's like, I can't, in good conscience, ask her to be my girlfriend right now because it wouldn't be right. And this motherfucker is stalking her around the mall like it's no big deal. <laughs> and in the show, it's apparently not. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part. Is this show is like, ah, oh, ain't he a little rascal? This grown ass man stalking a grown ass woman around. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. So so let me let me ask you this to to, yeah. to wrap this up. Um what's what's your top Christmas if you had to show somebody uh a Christmas episode of an anime, what's your top pick? Which I imagine I know what it is. And also what is the last thing you would show somebody on Christmas out of these six episodes? Oh man. Out of these out of these, I think it's Gintama. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. Out of these Gintama, for sure. Uh, the okay. last one I'd ever show somebody is Rent a Girlfriend, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm kind of with you. I'm. A, I'm a little bit like leaning like a bit towards Ranma, just because it doesn't make any sense if you don't know the show. It seems uh, like that's true. And at least fucking uh, Rent a Girlfriend is creepy enough that you can be like, look at this shit. Isn't this <laughs> fucking terrible? But uh, yeah, Rent a Girlfriend just left such a bad fucking taste in my mouth yeah i almost want to wa- go back and like watch a couple more episodes to see like surely this isn't what people are watching this show for there must be well, something better about this yeah it's it's kind of like eat man all over again for me where it's like this is so bad that i'm highly intrigued by it <laughs> like we might need to do a rent a girlfriend like retrospective not retrospective but like episode or something like yeah. really punish ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Is this before or after we watch all we get caught up with all of Attack on Titan? God, I was just talking with uh Tim, my roommate the other day, and we were talking about season three and we're like, We we just have to accept that we have to watch it. Like people yeah. say really good things about it. Oh fuck. And, and season it, four is like happening or about to happen. And it's something? the final one, so they have to yeah. fucking answer a question. Uh, um, they don't have to do shit. I like. I bet there's a bunch of questions that just go unanswered. I know, I know, but I want to believe. <laughs> I, yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna have to. I don't know. 
I want to do something big for the Attack on Titan episode. So totally. maybe we got to push that one back. But I I want to do it. But it was such a like we like it, when we talked about watching it. It wasn't like oh I'm excited to find out. It was like we just kind of resigned ourselves to like yeah I guess I guess we have to watch it. Ah oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. That's what Christmas is all about, ladies and That's gents. What- that's what Christmas is all about. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about it since I, I didn't realize until we started recording. Like, this is a pretty Christmas episode, but most people say happy holidays. I think if we do this next year, we should try to track down some non-Christmas holiday anime, if it exists out there. Obviously, we still uh, got to watch some Christmas ones. I need that for my soul. Of course. But, <laughs> of course. Um, you know, is there a Hanukkah anime? Is there... I think Ramadan happens around here. I don't actually know other cultures very well. <laughs> I don't... Mm, it's been a while, but I don't think Ramadan happens at this particular time. Okay. I yeah. think that's, like, in the fall. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to pretend to know anything about, like, you know, a lot of my extended <laughs> family is Muslim. I am not. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. Maybe. Yeah, we, but if there's a Ramadan know. anime episode, I'm totally down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, let's we'll expand, you know, and yeah. we'll we'll see see if we can't learn anything, or, you know, yeah. see what see what the feeling is. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm super down. Um, well, all right, that's a that's another one. That's the that's the holiday. That's the Christmas special of Battle School Dropouts. Yeah, you know, and I'm I, can I just say I'm glad we did this. I am in a very Christmassy mood, and I think it's what I needed this this year to kind of wrap things up. Yeah, I mean, especially considering there's like no Christmas festivities to be had uh, in 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 these what what did people say in emails in these in these uh, unprecedented times unprecedented times yeah <laughs> yeah truly um, yeah so we got we got our little Christmas party in we watched some anime uh, I I learned that Digimon is has moved on without me um, <laughs> I'm getting older and it's I'm gonna die one day. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and have a happy new year, everybody. We'll see y'all in January. Thank you.